Hey, Mama. Welcome back to another episode of the Chit Chat Podcast. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm really ready to start ranting and raving to you. But before we do, I've got a little bit of housekeeping. On last week's podcast episode, I mentioned our Mom of the Month call is going to be um, tonight at 9 p.m., but I've had to reschedule. I had um, something come up in my schedule. I thought with Q Monster being out of school that my day would be easy and um, tonight would be perfect, but it's not shaping out that way. So I'm going to end up moving the call to tomorrow night. So that's Tuesday the... 15th instead of the 14th. So it's Tuesday, October 15th, same time, 9 p.m. And if you want to join that virtual mom's night out, head over and join our Facebook group. Just search Hot Mess Mama Club in Facebook and all of the call details are in there. There's an event that we've created and it'll show you how to um, log in on your computer or dial in on your phone. And you can Join with your video, join just with audio, however you want to do it, whatever makes you comfortable. But we'd love to have you. Our theme is fall. We're going to be talking about football and our fall festivals and trick-or-treating and all of that good stuff. So I'd love to have you on there. And of course, there will be freebies because you know I love some free stuff. So join us tomorrow night. Again, it's our mom of the month call has been moved to the 15th. And tomorrow night at 9 p.m., go get all the call-in details over at the Hot Mess Mama Club on Facebook. Welcome to the Hot Mess Mama Club Chit Chat. I'm your host, L.A., and together we journey through the mayhem and momentous messes of motherhood. All right, housekeeping's out of the way. Let's get into it. I'm going to go ahead and tell you this episode is me. I'm being really raw because there's some financial stuff being talked about in here. So you're about to learn a little bit about us financially. Um, And then there is a lot of bitching going on. And again, I understand this is bitching and it's, you know, it is what it is. And I'm sorry, but I need a place to vent. And um, I'll also go ahead and tell you that I am totally open to suggestions. Suggestions? So if you have any suggestions for this um, little dilemma that I'm in, I would love, 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 love to hear it. So please, please, please reach out. Email me at la at hotmessmamaclub.com if you have any suggestions because I am literally open to anything at this point. All right, let's jump into it. Today, I'm bitching about medication. That's right. Medication. Um, If you are a regular follower of the Hot Mess Mama Club, then you have heard me preach the gospel about a test called GeneSight. Now, GeneSight is a simple throat swab. In fact, it's so simple that I did it to Q-Monster. He would not let the nurse do it. And she said, here's what you do. And it was like I was swabbing him for the flu. Um, I swabbed both cheeks stuck the swabs in an envelope, and we mailed them away, and that was that. What GeneSight does is it takes your DNA and does some medical magic to it, and basically it breaks down certain types of medication. Your doctor tells it what kind of medications you're interested in looking at, and it says green, red, and yellow based on what does it think would what medications would work with your body type based on your DNA. And and honestly, I, I wish I could tell you more details about it and b- give you more scientific stuff, but I don't really know what it does and how it works. But I know that it's a simple throat sw- or simple cheek swab. 
And then you get a list of medications back in this cute um, green, yellow, red, broken out. And it tells you these are the medications that should work best for you based on this magic that we've done. And we looked at all types of um, categories of medication from antidepressants to um, antipsychotics, all sorts of medications. So that we were making educated decisions about Q's medication. Now, GeneSight, let me tell you how I found out about GeneSight. Um, when Quinn was in kindergarten, his um, special ed teacher at the time asked me, hey, did you know my son has special, special needs and we did a GeneSight test. Have you done that? And I was like, no. And she's like, go look it up. You need to ask about it. And then you don't have to try all these medications because she knew we were in this process of medicine roulette. And looked it up on the internet and I was like, wow, that's really cool. So our next doctor's appointment, I ask our doctor about it and he kind of brushes it off and tells me that he's not able to do it in his office. He would have to refer me. It would take me a while. It's insurance doesn't pay for it. It's really not that great. And he really just downplayed it. And looking back, I'm mad at myself because I'm not one to just let something go when it comes to Q's medication, but I did just let that go. Um, a couple of other things happened in Q's medication. Um, some changes were made, some medications we were weaned off too quickly. Q actually was in the hospital. And during his hospital stay, I decided that I wanted to change doctors and just kind of get a second opinion. When we changed doctors, we went to see a, a woman at a different hospital. Um, she actually was whatever is right below a doctor, like a physician's assistant or I'm not even exactly sure what, what she, I feel bad saying. I don't know what she was, but anyways, she was not the doctor, but she was close enough. She was able to write prescriptions and, and stuff like that. So anyways, I go and one of the, in the very first meeting, first time seeing her, I ask about this gene site and she's like, Oh, you haven't had that before. And I said, no. And she said, well, he's been on some pretty serious medications for you guys not to have done the gene site. And I said, well, that's interesting. And she's like, we'll do it right now. And we literally did it that very minute. Now, again, let me remind you, this is the first time I've walked into her office and I asked about it and she immediately gave it to me. Um, so needless to say, I fell in love with her because she listened. I felt like she cared. That's a whole nother story, but we actually don't see her anymore, but that's another sad story. But anyways, um, so we get the gene site result. Now she did tell me, listen, insurance typically doesn't cover this, but don't worry. Um, the most it'll cost you is $300. And I'm like, okay, fine. So we get the results back. And what's crazy is we actually got the results back before we found out that insurance doesn't, doesn't cover it, which I thought was kind of crazy. I thought they would hold the, the uh, results kind of hostage until they got some money from somebody, but they didn't, they released them as soon as they had them. So we did get the bill for $300. And of course I paid it happily. I have no problem paying the $300, but my problem is, is that my insurance will for Q monster to play medicine roulette and try every medication under the sun and some of these medications are very serious and require him to be on them for a month or two months before we even know if they're going to work and then take another month or two months for him to wean off. So basically we're saying we have four months of his life that he may not be as to his 100% potential. And we're willing to gamble that because 
the medication for those four months is only $30, whereas the gene site test is $300. But see, the problem is, is that $300, that $30 four-month thing is just a rinse and repeat. Because if the medication for $30 doesn't work, then you're in another four-month cycle of $30 or $50 or $75. Or, hey, you may get a really cheap one and it only is $11.74 a month. So, Insurance would rather gamble with our kids' health and hope that we find the cheap one than just pay for the $300 gene site test where we could know or have a better educated guess at what is going to work for our child instead of just going down the list of medications. And I don't know if you've looked at a list of medications lately, but it's really fucking long and it'll take you a long time to find the answer. So that is my gripe. Insurance does not pay for gene site, but if you are going through medication roulette for any illness, any type of illness, I highly, highly, highly encourage you to seek out a gene site test and get this done. Quit playing medicine roulette. It is not worth it. It is not worth your time and you are wasting time where you could be living to your 100% healthy potential. And if insurance doesn't pay for it, it sucks. And $300 is a lot of money, but It is worth it in the long run because time is money as well. All right. I'm off my soapbox on that. So Gene Sight, I highly recommend it, obviously. But now I'll tell you about some medication cost. And that's my next thing that irritates me. Okay, insurance, don't want to cover the Gene Sight, fine, I'll pay for it. But now I know what medications work. So now I need you to pay for those medicines because you didn't want to cover the test, but you do want to pay for medication. So now it's time to open your wallet because I got the prescriptions I need you to cover. So if you are a follower of the Hot Mess Mama Club, you have probably heard me bitch about some skin issues that I've been having. And at first they thought it was psoriasis. And then I went through and they went through all these medications that should have treated it and it didn't. So, um, Then they did some biopsies. Well, insurance didn't want to cover the biopsies. But hello, insurance, you covered all these medications, but you don't want to cover the biopsy where we're trying to figure out what in the fuck this is so we can treat it properly. I don't understand. So anyways, I had some biopsies done and I had to pay out of pocket $1,500 for those. That was really nice. But um, we we get the results back. It turns out it is, while it does look like psoriasis, it is not actually psoriasis and that I have an allergy to something. But the big question mark is what? So I did a round of patch testing, um, which was interesting. And I think I did a whole episode or a blog post about that. So I'll try to find that and link that in the, the description of today's episode. But um, I did some patch testing And it turns out I'm allergic to something called cobalt mix. And the best way for me to explain it to you is that it's in pretty much anything with elastic. And I'm talking about, think about your fitted sheet to my favorite leggings, to socks, to underwear. Um, It's literally in everything. And it's dang near impossible to avoid. It's actually in a lot of shoes. And... (laughs) She gave me a list of ways to avoid it, and the recommended shoes are 100% leather moccasins or Crocs, neither of which are in my range of style. So that was a really hard one for me. So, okay, fine. Listen, I'm allergic to that, but what can we do to eliminate the reactions? Because I cannot get rid of my leggings, and I'm not wearing Crocs every day. So what else? 
The other thing the test showed was that I was highly allergic to fragrance mix. And fragrance is also in damn near everything. We are pumping it into the air at the grocery store and we have it in our body lotions, our shampoo, our hair dye. It's, it's also again in everything. It's in a lot of makeup, but fragrance actually was pretty easy for me to eliminate. She gave me a list that had 113 pages on it and it was everything from contact solution to hair dye of what was considered clean. And I changed everything. I actually now use a men's scentless deodorant. Yeah, that's, it's real. And it's like on the bottom of the shelf and you would probably never buy it in real life, but I do. Um, we were already using um, fragrance-free detergent, so that was no problem. Um, I had, for a minute, gone away from Scentsy because they were talking about that's what was giving me headaches was the scent in the air of my home. Um, I got dogs. My house stinks. So we are back to Scentsy, and I just take a couple of Excedrin when my headache comes. But my makeup, I changed all of that. I went to all um, brands that were on the clean list and um, mascaras, contact solution, lotions, face wash, everything I changed, but yet I still wasn't getting, I mean, it had cleared up some, but it wasn't gone. And so we started researching, like, what can we do to get this gone? And my dermatologist tells me about a medication called Dupixent and it is an injectable and side note, I am deathly afraid of shots. And I told you all about when I started Dupixent on a podcast episode, I'll find that link it below. It's pretty funny. But um, basically, there's shots in your stomach or in your thigh. And I'm deathly afraid of needles. So before I could start the Dupixent, before insurance would approve it, I had been on three steroid creams that were really, really strong, and none of the three worked. Now, you would think that would be enough. Like I had done patch testing, I have proven that I've taken all the stuff out of my life, eliminated what you're saying I'm allergic to. It's still not working. So automatically like, Hey, insurance, where you at? Because I've done what I need to do, but no, no, no. We had skipped the entry level steroid cream because my issue was a little bit greater than entry level. So we had skipped tier one, but before insurance would approve me to go on to further medications such as the Dupixent, they required us to go all the way back to square one and get a prescription for and fail the tier one medication. Now, let me get this straight, insurance. If you've already paid for tier two type medications that were really strong, like double and triple the strength of this one, and they did not work. You're going to drag your feet by saying you want me to go back and try this wimpy shit and prove to you that it doesn't work before you'll approve my medication. Okay. So we do what they ask. And then my doctor and the Dupixent company, like you guys, I will give huge shout out to Dupixent. Um, their customer service is top notch. They are used to dealing with insurance and they handle it right. Um, between my doctor and um, Dupixent, they were able to get the insurance approval through. Of course, the first round, it got denied. Doctor did whatever she was supposed to do and it got approved the second round. And um, then I get hit with the cost. Apparently, I hadn't met my out-of-pocket deductible or whatever fancy stuff. And um, the first dose of Dupixent for a one-month supply, which was two shots, 
because I need to get them once every two weeks, um, was $1,300. And then after that, they would be covered because then I would have hit my deductible. Okay. All right. $1,300. And we don't know if it's going to work, which my doctor was nice enough to give me some samples to get me started. So, um, I actually did have my first round of shots without paying the $1,300. We had seen improvement, so it was going to be worth it. But then once the medication was covered, once I paid the $1,300, the covered amount left me with $300 a month. You guys, they wanted me to pay $300 a month for a medication for a skin condition that truly does affect my quality of life because it's a confidence issue. It makes my hands look and feel disgusting. It makes my hands and my feet hurt. And um, it really was just like, are you fucking kidding me? But you really don't have a choice because again, I'm telling you, my hands are aching. They hurt. They're cracked open. They're bleeding. Quinn doesn't want to touch me. People look at me funny. It's on my face. I'm not being able to wear makeup. Couldn't wear my contacts. Like, I needed this medication. Now, I will say, Dupont recognizes that their medication is super expensive. So they came in to the rescue and gave me like a copay card, which I don't understand. Like if you can give me free money to cover my copay, then why don't you just lower the price of the medication? But whatever. Anyway, so Dupixent ended up picking up the tab. And I was on that medication from February up until um, pretty much October 1st. It didn't work. It worked okay, but it didn't work great. And um, I actually was referred to another dermatologist. And on the way out the door of my current dermatologist, she was like, oh, here, try this. This is some lotion. Um, it's not as powerful as Dupixent, but go ahead and give it a shot while you're waiting on your appointment with your new doctor. I was like, okay, cool. I put it on immediately because at this point I have nothing to lose. And um, over, uh, over within 12 hours, I could tell a huge difference. And, um, I called her back the next morning. I was like, I want that lotion in a prescription. Give, give me that. Well, that lotion is $70. So, but it's working. It works really, really well. And in fact, like my elbows and my face, I look like a normal person. My hands are clear. Um, my feet are almost clear. So it's $70, but at this point, $70, is a drop in the bucket for medications because that's literally where we're at with medication. But I'm so excited about it to finally have found something, but still $70 is outrageous. So even though that's the covered amount, $70 is still fucking stupid and I'm still pissed at insurance. So that's my rant regarding myself. But here comes the good. All right, let's circle back to Q Monster. So... I was telling you about Q-Monster's gene site test and the medication roulette that we went through. And in fact, one of the medicines that um, he actually with, was having withdrawals from and actually spent time in the hospital due to these withdrawals came back on the gene site test as red. And, ha and I still to this very minute say that if we would have had the gene site before we started these serious medications, we would have never put him on that medicine, which means he never would have went through withdrawals, which means he never would have been in the hospital. And that would have saved insurance a lot of fucking money, to be quite honest with you. So that I, that proves my whole point about the gene site. But nonetheless, moving on, I'll get off that soapbox. Q-Monster. So Q-Monster has been on medication for a while now. For his ADHD, it's covered. It's like 
30 bucks a month or something. I mean, like it's, it's a normal prescription price or whatever, but, um, he has recently been getting, um, his ticks a little bit more. And I don't, I haven't really talked much about that. So I'll go ahead and just say that, um, Quinn has recently been diagnosed with Tourette's. And, um, if you are like me, you're not really educated on Tourette's and you really think that it's just like some kid that's going to like blurt out cuss words at inappropriate times. And, that's actually really far from the truth. So I'll do a whole nother episode about what Tourette's actually is, because I think that the movies and TV has really dramatized Tourette's and played it into a terrible light. That's, that's far from accurate. So um, anyways, going back to that. So his doctor and I kind of finally decided that it was time to, to do something about that. He has his formal diagnosis now and his ticks are getting worse and he's getting older. And unfortunately kids are fucking mean. And at some point, these ticks are going to affect him socially. And I think I can say very strongly that us as moms will do anything to have our kids feel included. I don't care if my kid is popular, but I do care if my kid is getting picked on, especially for something far outside of his control, such as his ticks. So um, we, we decide that we need to do some medication. So this new doctor that we see, um, he is also wonderful. I have no complaints about him. And even though I'm very sad about the other doctor we no longer see, I am very grateful for this man. I really like him. And I, I feel like we're where we're supposed to be right now. Anyways, the first thing he did, you guys, the first time I saw him, he actually asked me, had we already done gene sight, which was very relieving. And I was able to already forward him the results that we already had. So we didn't have to do that again. But to this time when he diagnosed Quinn with Tourette's and he says, it's time to do medication, his ticks are getting a little more noticeable and, and we need to, to try to do something to help before it gets bad at school. The first thing he did was pull out his gene sight test. And it just was like, thank you. Thank you. You know, Thank you for looking at that and not just writing something off the cuff that works with all your other patients. Thank you for looking at Quinn and his stuff. Like I can't explain to you, but as a mom, like just when you find a doctor that really listens to you and really takes the time to make a treatment plan based on your child and not what medical books tell him to do like it's really just nice anyway so he pulls out the stuff and he looks at what's in the green and we go we talk about what we've tried and um everything we've tried was in the red by the way so um the medication that quinn's on for his adhd is actually the first um type of medication they would give you for Tourette's um Quinn's actually on a decent sized dose but um his side effects are it makes him really tired so it really was not in the cards for us to go up on that dose that we just didn't feel like that was going to do much for us and and I agree with that decision so it's time to go to some more serious type of medications so the doctor tells me I want you to go on this one I really would like you to try this one it is it is really good and um he's like now it could be a little expensive and if you can't afford it, that's fine. You know, we'll go to this one. But really, 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 I would really like you to try this one first. And then we'll use this other one as a backup. But really, like, he just kept stressing about how he really wanted us to try this one. And it was listed in the green. And I, I really wasn't scared about it. I mean, after I, after going through the whole $1,300 department thing and then figuring out that we don't actually have to pay that because there's a copay card, really, I'm just kind of like, okay, uh, okay, fine. So he prescribes us this medication 
And um, my pharmacist calls me and tells me, and y'all, we go to, um, I'm actually going to say their name on, on here. We go to Blair Pharmacy and they're located in Alabaster, Alabama. They are a small mom and pop type pharmacy. They are wonderful. They know you by name. They will talk to you about your medication like they know you personally, like they personally care about you. And it's just really refreshing from a big box, CVS, Walgreens, Publix, wherever else you may go. So spend a couple of dollars, shop local. And if you are local to the Birmingham area, I highly recommend Blair Pharmacy. Um, Daniel and Kim, they own, they own the pharmacy. They are awesome. And I highly recommend them. Anyway, so Daniel from the pharmacy, the pharmacist, he calls me and he was like, hey, you know, insurance denied this medication. Um... I'll, I'll get with the doctor. We'll get some forms sent over. We'll do what we have to do. I'm like, oh, okay, well, how much is it? I mean, I'm just curious. How much is it? Like if insurance doesn't approve it, like what do we just have to pay out of pocket? We'll just pay for it. And he's like, it's $850. And my stomach just dropped. So I went online and I'm trying to join the co assistance, just like we had to do with Dupixent for me thinking no big deal. Well, Quinn doesn't qualify for it because he's not 10. For whatever reason, 10 is a lucky number. Quinn is only seven. So Q Monster doesn't qualify for their copay assistance. So I'm not really sure what happened, but between the pharmacist and the doctor, insurance finally decides, okay, fine, they'll pay for it. So I get a letter in the mail that tells me that the pharmacist actually got a letter saying that it was denied again. And then yeah, I got the next day a letter in the mail saying it was approved. So I went back to the pharmacy. They ran it again, and lo and behold, it was covered. But you guys, <laughs> I don't even know that I should tell you it was covered because covered is, let's use that term very, very, very loosely. They, they like kind of put it on like a, like a wannabe sale, I guess you could say. So this medication that this doctor really, really, really wanted us to try after insurance covered it, and I wish you could see me right now because I'm quoting, doing a little air quotes, covered it, is $600 a month. $600 a month. That's a really nice car payment. That's a decent house payment. I mean, there's a lot of things you can do in a month with $600. And we are not rich by any means. So $600 isn't just like, oh, sure, yeah, no biggie. I mean, it, that's... That's something we have to talk about. So, as a parent, I will do anything for my child to make sure that I give him the best life I can give him. And Jimmy and I pretty much agreed. I mean, it was a very quick conversation. I call. I tell him the price. I'm trying not to panic. I'm trying to just remain calm and Jimmy and I both agree we have to know. We have to know if it's going to work. If it doesn't, well, guess what? We go to the casino all the time when we have spent $600 there in a weekend, no problem. So what is $600 in the grand scheme of things? It's just like gambling at the casino. Only this time, if we win, it's our kids, it's our child that wins. And that's huge for us. So we agreed to that. I mean, it was a no brainer for us, really. It was like, we have to know. And we both are, you know, this Tourette's is a, is a really serious thing when 
it does, medically it's not it's nothing that could really kill him so that's that's a wonderful thing is that it's not scary medically but socially it's very scary especially as a parent and when you know how p- mean people are so Jimmy and I both were just kind of under the same we had the same general feeling is if that's what it costs for him to be seen as typical by his peers then that's the cost so that's kind of where we stand Quinn has been on this medication for about 12 to 15 days um, it is working. I don't think it works necessarily a hundred percent, but I would say 75 to 80%. And really the only reason it's not a hundred is because it, it wears off. Like, um, it has a 24 hour window and I do think at the 24 hour, two hour mark, I can tell when it's wearing off, but overall it's been a huge improvement. And so now we're in like a really big rock and a hard spot because like, are we going to commit to the $600 a month expense? Are we going to try something else? Um, So we kind of have to have a conversation amongst ourselves. And then we kind of need to talk to the doctor and see what we can do. And that's a whole nother topic. But the whole point of this podcast episode is for me to bitch about the cost of medication and insurance. And I guess my dog had something to say about that because he just kind of threw his two cents in there. But you guys, I I don't know. And, you know, maybe I am naive and I am only looking at my own little black hole and there are medications out there that are costing people a couple thousand dollars a month. And if that is the case, then I I will gladly step back down and take my six hundred dollar bill and tuck my tail between my legs and I'll quit bitching. But in my opinion, six hundred dollars for a medication that affects my child getting on at school is a huge freaking pill to swallow. And um, I really wanted to tell this one because I would love for some executive at Blue Cross to hear me right now and and listen to this and maybe work a little magic on my file. But two, because I do feel like this is a real, real issue and, and not necessarily only in the special needs because, you know, yes, my son's special need, you know, if he didn't have special needs, then we wouldn't be on the $600 boat. But I am typical and I have a skin condition that was going to cost us $1,300 a month for a skin condition that, I mean, really in the grand scheme of things is like pretty minor medically. So that is really where I'm at with it. I really don't even have a way to, to wrap this up. I just want to say, if you're in this boat, just know I am in it with you. If you are frustrated with insurance, then guess what? So am I. Um, if you're not in the special needs world and not in the medical world at all, and you just take your Tylenol and live a happy life, well, then c- consider yourself really, really blessed. Because on the other side of the fence, this is what we're dealing with. We're dealing with $1,300 a month medications and $600 covered. There go my air quotes again, covered medications for our kids. So. Um, that's basically all I have. I'm going to get off my soapbox now. I'm going to just jump on down and, and let somebody else take the stand. All right. As I'm wrapping up this episode, two things. One, I want to end it with our, um, question of the week. And this week, our question is all about Q monster. We talked a lot about him today and we kind of talked about his medication. Um, another thing I get asked about all the time is what in the hell is rad? And if you know, if you follow our story or have followed us a little bit, then you know that our first diagnosis was reactive attachment disorder, aka RAD. And I've talked about it a little bit. I've done some blog posts about it, but it still comes up 
even with people who I've known for a long, long time, ask me like, what is it? And what does that mean? And what does it look like? And Q looks normal. And what is that? So next week, I'm answering all of your questions about Q's rad diagnosis. And um, while I'm answering questions, I would love to answer yours. So if you have a question about rad, rad in general, Q monster diagnosis specifically, whatever it is, um, I invite you to call the chit chat hotline at 702-907-MESS. You can, um, you'll get a voicemail, just leave a message with your question and you'll hear the answer next week. Um, also, I'm going to reiterate tomorrow is our mom of the month call tomorrow. It was scheduled for tonight, but it has been moved to tomorrow. That is the 15th, October 15th at 9 PM. Head over to Facebook, the hot mess mama club group, not the page, the group. You have to be a member to get the details on how to call in and join that call, but it is tomorrow night at 9 PM and it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun and there's going to be some free stuff. So you don't want to miss that either. Thanks for listening to today's chit chat. We'll be back with a new mess to discuss next week. Until then, head over to hotmessmamaclub.com to submit your hot mess stories, become an official member of the club, or connect with other hot mess mamas. As always, stick with kindness.